Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah! Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news every day of this week. As I've mentioned before, Dan and Anthony Holloway was uh, in Las Vegas. Doing a suicide prevention panel that actually just finished airing on YouTube uh, roughly about 15 minutes ago. Brian Callen was the moderator. Tim Kennedy was with him there. Uh, It's excellent, and it is free, and it is available to watch on YouTube. Uh, If you're out there and if you were struggling, um, this is a video you're definitely going to want to check out. Uh, But that means it's just me. It's just Papa Bear here all week filling in, and I'm I'm living a dream. I'm living a fucking little tiny drinking bros dream here uh, and just doing fake news every single day of the week just to do it. You guys have asked for it of like, hey, can you just do one full week of fake news? What would happen? Well, fuck it. I decided to try it. Who cares, dude? What would happen? Uh, It's going to be great. Every day you're shocked. You're like, holy shit, is there going to be enough stories for this bullshit? There sure the fuck is. It's never ending out there, okay? Uh, I know a lot of you guys are snowed in in certain regions. Nashville, by the way, is going through it. Uh, I was just on a phone call with uh, with a gentleman in Nashville. Holy shit. I was unaware that they're uh, all frozen in as well. If you are and you need some sweatshirts or hoodies or beanies, drinkingbros.com is open. The store's open. We got hoodies on there. Is that a Goof Juice hoodie? <laughs> goof Juice hoodie. Oh, man. I'm a big fan. Uh, prices are a little higher here uh, simply because we're going with American-made companies. Get it together, America. Um, but uh, at least we're supporting our own over there. We got uh, the short sleeves uh, of the Goof Juice as well, long sleeves of it. I'm going to have to get that hoodie. Uh, big fan, as well as uh, Hardy F beanies. Pop up those beanies real quick, Bob. Um, I'm I just placed an order for them late last night. I was super high, so I'm not sure how many I ordered. I wouldn't be shocked if like five or six end up showing up to the house. I have to go through the store just like everybody else. By the way, like we don't get free shit, so I'll go. I'll just go on there and buy it. And yeah, that's what I bought last night. I think I bought like four or five of these in different colors. Um, they're dope. They're sewn in. We got the navy gray. Let's go. Uh, I got. I get the. I know. I got a gray one. I got a red one. Yeah. Uh, and I think I got a black one last. There night. Are, I think I got three of them. There's like six colors. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um. So if you're if you're out there and you're freezing and you want one, is that a yellow? I didn't see the yellow one last night. Neon Look yellow, at that, dude. I f- I fuck with that. I like that weird shit, man. I'm wearing fucking pink tennis shoes today, for Christ's sakes. Those municipals. I know I've talked about them in the past, but uh, these fuckers are pink. And everybody always says the same thing when I'm out. They're like, look at you, little fashionista, you little maxinista. I love these goddamn things. The only note here, Marky, is they're a little heavy. Can't run in these things. But. No free ads. They look cool. I know. They're, they're not a sponsor. I wouldn't mind if they were, though. We, I don't think we've ever. 
uh, had a sneaker company on this show before. That would rock, though. Um, mostly because it's hard to do. Sneakers are really fucking tough. I remember I reached out to Noble because I'm a fan of their shoes, too. And I just simply didn't want to pay $220 for a pair of them. And I was like, do you guys want to be a sponsor and then send some shoes over? And they were like, nah, fam, we're good. Uh, but it's really difficult to start a shoe company. Uh, the Ball family found that out the hard way there with the big ball of brand. Fucking homeboy. Didn't he end up in the hospital because they didn't fit well? I think he might. I think he injured, it injured Lonzo. <laughs> it did injure Lonzo. Oh, man. Imagine your father... Uh, raises you to be an NBA superstar, you and your brothers, and then creates a shoe company, and that shoe is so terrible that it actually ruins your highly lucrative NBA career. Man, that one hurts. Uh, we got just, a listener who just popped in. Who, who do we got back there? I don't know. Yeah. Help yourself to some hard AF seltzers, sir. Welcome to Drinking Bros. Doors are always open here for you guys, uh, and we appreciate you stopping in. Let's start the show, shall we? Uh, first up, by the way, Bob called it, Bob called it yesterday. He said, Tim Scott was, uh, rumored to be the VP as the Trump train rolled through New Hampshire last night. I ended up watching the victory speech and who was right behind Trump? Old Tim Scott. Trump went out of his way, by the way, Bob, to, uh, to say, congratulations, congratulations, beautiful new wife, got engaged, lovely woman. Matter, lovely, super straight Tim Scott. There he is. Look at Tim. He loves pussy. So do I, Tim. Okay, so do I. Proud of you. Uh, but it was a big night for Papa Trump last night. Is he uh, steamrolled uh, through the New Hampshire primary there for the GOP? Uh, ended up beating Nikki Haley. When I turned it off, I think they called it. He was up by 14, 15%. Do you know what he ended up winning by? I know it broke the record, whatever it was. Uh, he won by 11 points. 11 points. And uh, he's also the only uh, GOP candidate to, uh, to win New Hampshire and Iowa to start off primary season over there. Um, no surprises here all the way around, except for the fact that uh, Nikki Haley uh, went out first made a speech first as if she won the goddamn thing and said that she was so proud and this was a huge victory tonight um, for her and America and the Republican Party. I don't, know what, I don't know what the fuck she was talking about. She, I mean, she lost by double digits. Uh, again, Trump set a record there in that victory. Uh, I'm not sure why she wanted to get out first. I hope she doesn't stay in this thing for the South Carolina primary because she's the governor of that state. And if you lose as the governor of your own state, if you lose that primary... She's the ex-governor. Ex-governor. Man, dude. What, how embarrassing would that be? How fucking embarrassing would that... You were the governor of the state. The people loved you that much that they voted you in there for a, for a couple terms and then they just wouldn't vote for you for president. They say, you know what? You're good enough for our state. We just don't believe in you on a national level to do anything. Um, now, something very, very interesting as far as these numbers are concerned from last night. Uh, the most jarring one to me that, that stood out was 70% of Nikki Haley's voters last night were not registered Republicans. Look, I know a lot of people uh, over the last few months uh, have 
said that she's been funded by the Democrat Party and uh, and that they've been pushing this agenda and either try to get her as the nominee potentially or just to knock down Trump to force him to run uh, and go through all of this while they get the trials going and hopefully one of these trials starts before this is called. But uh, I think we're out of time here, kids. Um, but the 70% of voters, to come out in that weather just to vote for Nikki Haley and you're not a Republican... Seems real fucking fishy to me. I don't understand it. Now, I know New Hampshire is a pers- uh, a purple state, uh, and they do have a lot of independent voters. However, 70%, when 70% of your votes are coming from non-registered Republicans for a GOP primary, just seems very fucking odd to me. Um, uh, two things I'll say about that is... I think she won independent voters by like 30% or something like that. She She crushed... Trump and independent voters. Uh, well, look, Trump was Trump's not even going to win New Hampshire when when the real election starts in November. No, and uh, that's not surprising. So uh, that's fine. Uh, but to, if typically, if you're going to get that many independents, you're usually going to win. You're usually going to win the primary, uh, and to lose by double digits. Well, he was killed. Shocking. He killed her with Republicans. Yes, and there's more Republicans than there are independents. Right. So, and that's not really doesn't really matter for the primary that much. The other thing I will say is, uh, I probably won't do it this year because it'll be decided. But I, I'm uh, independent, but I vote, like in Texas, you can vote in either primary. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the rules are in New Hampshire, but I imagine it might be similar. Um, well, this year was if, different. I, I don't know if you heard, but Joe Biden, um, I guess they switched a state. So typically, I guess uh, the Democrats weren't, so, South Carolina is supposed to go first before New Hampshire. New Hampshire said they were going at the same time. Um, so he asked for his name to be taken off the ballot and said that he wouldn't support it or be there or whatever. And uh, the Democratic candidate, I don't know his name and forgive me, simply because it doesn't fucking matter. Same as the Republicans. They're so far behind, I don't know who it is. Um, Tim something, I think his name is, Bob? Tim Dean Phillip. Phillips. Dean Phillips, that's it. Was that our listener who chimed in back yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, Fuck I don't, yeah, dude. I appreciate it. Dean Phillips. Uh, Dean Phillips ended up getting 22% last night. But I, it, in fairness, uh, I think Biden asked everybody to sit it out uh, simply because they went out of order and he didn't want them to skip South Carolina. But that was also the turning point for him in, uh, in 2020 uh, in his own party's primary. So maybe that had something to do with it. Not really sure. Now, uh, as far as you're concerned, Bob, do you go out and vote in primaries? Yeah. yeah I'll vote in whichever same. primary is typically more um, interesting to me. Basically. Even on a demo, like dem- well, Democrat, Republican, or are they on the same day? They're usually on the same day when they're held when it's like a, a dual situation. So, like in 2016, I voted in the Republican primary. Okay. In 2020, yeah, I, I voted. Too. I voted in the Democratic primary. Um, and then I don't. I don't fucking remember what primaries I voted in for um, lower races like Senate and stuff like that. But I. I I voted in a lot of primaries on, and what you do is in Texas, you go up and you're just like, oh, I'm voting on the Democrat ballot or oh, I'm voting on the Republican ballot or whatever. So I'll vote for wherever. I honestly, with, with lower races, with statewide races, I usually vote in the Republican primary because that's the real race anyway, um, for the most part. Right. So yeah, uh, New Hampshire is a similar situation. You can't declare um, in the, like at the ballot, like you can in um, 
Texas, mm-hmm. but you can you can declare ahead like relatively ahead of time. You don't have to be registered. You yeah, be like, you, well, usually they'll do it uh, before, like when you're getting your driver's license or something like that, and ask you to declare. Uh, this was actually the seventy percent. This was according to the exit poll on the way out of there uh, by CNN, and uh, they had the guy on last night who does the things. If you want to pop up that video and play it, Bob, you can on Twitter. Um, he kind of broke it down of uh, of the seventy percent that were voting for Haley, and this clip was circulating last night uh, for a while here, and everybody was trying to make sense of it. Um, I'm not sure what she's doing at this point or why she's still there. Uh, and the reason why I say that is you're burning so much fucking cash. That uh, it just doesn't make sense to me to throw away that much money on something you can't possibly win. Uh, you can play that video. The rest of the night might play out. Let's go back to David Chalian with that. And David, you're getting more on the ways that Republican primary voters don't see eye to eye. Yes, that's right, Jake. In these exit poll results, you see a Mars and Venus universe for Haley and Trump coalitions here. Take a look at the numbers. Among Trump voters, 70% of them, according to our exit polls, are registered Republicans. Donald Trump, his support, 27% of his voters are registered undeclared or independents. Uh, 3% were unregistered before today. Look at how that compares with Nikki Haley. It's a complete reversal. It's an alternate universe. Among Haley voters, 70% are registered undeclared. Only 27% are registered Republicans. We also see this with when asking people, did Joe Biden legitimately win the 2020 election? Which he did. Among Trump voters, 80% say no. They say it wrongly. No, Joe Biden did not legitimately win the 2020 election. Haley voters, it's the complete opposite. 83% of Haley voters say correctly that Joe Biden was the legitimate winner in 2020. Only 15% of her voters say wrongly that he was not. This is the Trump-Haley-Mars-Venus election tonight in New Hampshire. That's because we got all Democrats voting for Haley. Uh, I I think this whole thing feels like a fucking psyop where it's just a paid-off candidate. What I don't really get, though, at this point, when you're getting trounced like this is why keep paying for it? I mean, I guess if you have endless money uh, as a, a super PAC or a donor, whoever the fuck this is coming from, sure. You can burn your money however you want to. Uh, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And I think by March 5th, I mean, we're, we're roughly, I don't know, five weeks away, this will be all over. Uh, now it's kind of up to see uh, who the VP is going to be. Now, Biden, we obviously already know. Uh, he's not going to switch, you know, Nine months before an election, it's going to be Kamala. Have fun with that. With Trump, it's interesting. So I mentioned Tim Scott was on stage with him last night. Uh, also, Ramaswamy was on. Uh, he gave about a roughly 18 to 20 minutes uh, victory speech afterwards um, and invited both of them to speak. Now, I will say this. Uh, in regards to Tim Scott, he had Tim Scott come and speak, and Scott was speaking about voting for him in South Carolina Uh, So I I get it. He's obviously the senator down there, and that's a big one that's coming up here uh, in the next couple weeks. So it all makes sense to me. Ramaswamy, though, uh, my wife was asking, they were like, what do you think the deal is there? I think it's a cabinet position. I don't think they're going to give him VP. Where would I love to see him? Um, Even after his speech last night, God damn it, that guy's a a great orator, whatever you think about him. Truthfully, I don't really know that much about him. We've been trying to get him on the show. Um, But uh, with Ramaswamy, uh, I would love, 
love. Pay any amount of money if there was a GoFundMe for for this uh, or some form of vote for it. If he was the White House press secretary, if Trump ends up winning this goddamn thing, it would be a treat to watch every single day. And for all of these news outlets, if you're trying to bring your ratings back from the dead, having him go against the fucking leftist media every single day, those ratings would go through the roof. So, CNN, I'd highly, uh, I'd highly consider it airing it at least, or MSNBC, because uh, let's face it, Maddow is, is not airing anything Trump-related, including last night. We're not going to air the victory speech. We're going to take a listen to it, and if we feel there's something interesting to report news-wise, we'll give it to you. Otherwise, uh, we're going to give you the news that we think you need to be fed and not the actual news, which is going on in the world, even though it is a different fucking party on the other side, which is fun. Uh, next up, Carrie Lake was secretly recorded here. Top Arizona Republican uh, who did, uh, in fact, offer her a bribe has just resigned. That happened right now, actually. So I'm going to pop this up. Uh, Arizona Republican Chair Jeff DeWitt who is on that tape, uh, resigns over the bombshell audio that surfaced bribing Carrie Lake to stay out of office. Uh, Bob, you want to play this uh, audio clip here? Is there a number at which... I can be bought. (laughs) bought. (laughs) That's what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple years. No. And then go right back to what you're doing. No. Take a pause for a couple years. 10 million, 20 million, no, no, no. A billion, no. This is not about money. This is about our country. I think it's disturbing that they would even, that anybody would think this is. I, I, no, to be fair, even me, even me, I'll say this. I want a fresh face right now for the reason that I've never seen anyone, I can't think of a single person in a federal race who lost, ran in and won. I can't think of it. If you can think of it, let me know. I am not going to let these people who hate our country tell me not to run. You should call them and tell them to get behind me. Wow. Wow. Even the manner at which he asked. So I had read this story without hearing the audio first, and then, uh, and then I heard the audio last night after I read the story. I mean, that's just a, a back room at a Marriott after a couple G&Ts saying, look, Carrie... Is there a number I can give you just to fuck off for a couple years? And then you can go back to doing what you're doing. And that's what he said. Just take a couple years off. Just pause a couple years. And then you can go back to whatever it is you're doing in two years. And then figure it out from there. Uh, they need a fresh face. Uh, look, think what you will of, of Carrie Lake. Um, me, personally, I think she got fucking jobbed in that last election. I don't know who the goddamn winner is. Um, simply because uh, Hobbs, who actually won in that state, was on the election committee, pulled a Joe Biden, didn't even go out and speak, didn't do anything. Carrie Lake was up in the polls all the way to the very end by like fucking five to ten points. Hey, we don't care about polls here. We don't. We don't care about polls. Uh, But it's strange as fuck, Bob, dude. It's absolutely fucking bizarre, dude, because there's a lot of people that care about these fucking polls. A lot. Take last night's. What was it? Two points, the media said. Well, it's going to be two points. It's, you know, Haley was up by 15 and then 10 and then it's dwindling. And now, well, she's within two. 
No, she got fucking trounced by 11. Man, I don't know what poll had her up 15. That's wild. Who, Carrie Lake? No, uh, fucking Nikki Haley. I don't either, man. That's, I, not, that's uh, again, believe in what you want in these polls. Uh, should you have somebody who's running for governor uh, sitting on the election board of the state that you're running for governor for? Absolutely fucking not. Uh, uh, that was Stacey Abrams complaining against Brian Kemp as well. Uh, and Kemp? Hey, you know my feelings on Brian Kemp. Trebuchet. Into the fucking sun. That's that's my governor for uh, for Georgia. I hate that motherfucker as well. I hate both of them. I actually, if you could build a two seater, you're actually you know you're going to have to figure out the uh, the weight issue there for Abrams. But you both of them can go hand in hands like they're at fucking Six Flags and launch that goddamn thing as high as it'll fucking go for the two of those assholes. So that I would be fine. I'm with. surprised you just put them in there like sixty nining. Whatever. One seater. I don't care how they get in. Okay. I know that you're going to have to leave a trail of food for her. Get creative with it. Yeah. Leave a trail of food for her, but launch both of them into the fucking sun. I'm good with that. Uh, This one I'm I'm really curious about. I'm I'm curious to see how this race shakes out. Uh, Because I'll go back to uh, uh, 2020 and the issues with the election there. Arizona obviously had a a, a massive issue. And then uh, 2022... They didn't fix it. They had another massive issue there, and it came down to the same fucking county. Same county in both elections. Magically couldn't correct it, dude. And uh, I think they've got a fucking gripe there. Obviously, Katie Hobbs didn't leave the election board there. Uh, Obviously, wouldn't let this uh, election be challenged out there. And I I don't know what's going to happen here. Who is she up against? Do we Uh, know that? Carrie Lake for the Senate position? Yeah. Think Ruben Gallego, maybe. Um, Kristen Cinema is currently the senator. She's, she's been there for a while. I don't she know was... that she's running again, though. I'll have to look it up. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, I, I'm curious to see how this shakes out. Good for her at the end of the day for telling this guy to fuck off. Um, pretty shocking, though, to hear live on tape of. Is there a number we can give you just to get the fuck out of there? Because I'll be honest, if I was in that room, I, w- I probably would have lobbed out a number, you know, a soft 50, a and soft 50 million to get ca- the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I also, I should be noted, Carrie Lake is not the nominee yet. Okay, she's, uh, when's the, the primary? I think the, March. I, yeah. It's something like that, yeah. yeah but it's usually is, March or April. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's going to win. I mean, I, whoever she's up against, it really doesn't matter. Um, I'll have to check the polls uh <laughs> yeah exactly uh, but, no but uh, look she's super fucking famous she's not gonna lose that she's not gonna lose the primary now the gen the general election down there for senator uh depends on who she's up against we'll see but uh yeah it depends on what you believe and then why people are coming out uh, like you just heard in that last clip on cnn you had a record number of gop uh, voters coming out for that primary last night in new hampshire weather isn't great out there so some of these numbers are surprising uh, to see once it's happened. But uh, the question is uh, on a lot of people's minds was, did she then, if she recorded this, did she also record conversations with Trump? Uh, doubt it. I, I don't even know. Uh, eh, maybe I, I, maybe I should walk that back and maybe say 80, 20, who knows? Uh, but Trump is a fan of hers and vice versa and everything else. And, uh, and I think he's going to support her anyways um, and has recently in, as far as her Senate race is concerned. So I don't see any issues there. Uh, this DeWitt guy, though, can fuck right off. 
the whole state of Arizona and, and their whole political system just needs to be fucking imploded there or exploded. Whatever you want to do over there. Get them the fuck out of there. Get some new blood in there. Jesus Christ, man. Um, shocking. But homeboy uh, just resigned about an hour ago, so he's all done there. Uh, did you see the other part? of? How much did you read about this? Uh, about Carrie Lake? About this recording. How, I know it went on for like five minutes, five it and a half like, minutes. Oh, it was a, it was, I think I saw a 10-minute recording. I, on I, I listened I, to like five, four or five minutes of it last night and was like, all right, I'm, I, I don't know what else I I'm che- going to hear. Yeah, I checked out after two and a half minutes. Once I got what I, what I came for here uh, in this clip, I was all good to go after um, that. But I guess at another point in the recording, I don't know if you heard this part or saw that this was said, that uh, she was like, you should come out. And, and say that they're telling you to do this, you know, like you should come out and say, you know, here, look at this corruption, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, I do that. Turn my uh, next time I get my car, turn the key. Boom. Was his quote. <laughs> I thought they were going to Irishman the guy, huh? Just blow him up. And apparently. Wow. They were going to ditty his car with uh, Kid Cuddy there and just blow that fucker up in the driveway. Maybe. I, who knows? L- fucking local politics is worse than federal. I know I've said that a million well, times on this show, and like, dude, he kept saying that this is. He also kept saying that this is coming from quote back east. Huh? Really? Okay. Those were the words back east. So That's I don't some old know, school mafia I, shit. I wish. Well, yeah, right. I wish Dan was here because I don't know what that means. Because the biggest, you know, you talk. Everyone talks about like George Soros with the Democrats and stuff like that. Uh-huh. The biggest um, Republican donors are. It's still the Coke Foundation Coke or whatever. Coke One of them's dead. One of them's dead, but they still got their billions. Um, but they're in Kansas. I mean, maybe their main offices are east in the east now, but they're Kansas-based as far as I thought. But, yeah. but also, is it just like a guy that's like, oh, I got fucking... You don't want to mess with me. I got fucking friends in the mafia. I got, I got friends in low places. He looks like that guy. I, I'm looking at the picture of this guy. He looks like it. He's just bullshitting. Yeah, probably. Uh, either way, it just cost him his job and career and all that other stuff. So have fun with it. But man, uh, super strange to hear on audio. I didn't hear the bomb part, though. Now I'm mad that I missed that. Um, whenever you threaten to blow up somebody's car, I like that old school shit, though. Fuck. It was a gnarly conversation. I will say I have one critique of Carrie Lake. I think she can't help herself here because she's kind of a performer, right? She was on the news and shit like that. For 30 years. Uh, Like, just record the conversation, man. You don't need to be like, this is about the country. Like, just get the the, the evidence. No, 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 Bob. If (laughs) you know... This is about America. If you know you're going to use it, you go after the performance. She she had some lines ready. You go after the performance. Um, I had this yesterday. I was buying a... Uh, employee for uh, employee car for uh, for Hard AF Seltzer uh, to as a driver and deliveries and all that stuff. Simple, basic fucking car, right? And uh, <laughs> the guy asked for one fucking piece of paperwork. Well, was that that Charles Mon dealership, Bob? Um, where homeboy uh, the 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 owner's son had his his uh, his wife murdered. And the, the no, other, no, 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 no. He had his lover murdered. That's it, yes. Um, lover murdered. And uh, and so they were asking for this piece of paperwork, and the guy was like, I can't do this deal if I don't have this one like mundane like signature on something or whatever. And I was like, all right, cool, man. Like uh, That's where you're going to draw the line? I was like, the owner's kid fucking murdered a bunch of people, and you guys had to change the name of the fucking dealership. But this is where you're going to draw the line? 
hilarious um and immediately he texted me back like 10 seconds later and he goes it's a different dealership now we've got a new name we don't do that anymore we're a family i mean he couldn't resist obviously and and i go look pal i don't give a shit all right and i actually like those kind of tactics but you can't get away with it uh if you don't have real money if you don't have hunter biden money you can't do it at a local toyota dealership in austin you gotta have some big boy hunter biden money to do shit like that can't do that at the fucking toyota look at Murdoch down in south carolina even though he was the big ball from around his small town he still couldn't get away with that shit okay gotta have that fucking huge huge stack of cash next to you to get away with shit like that not this fucking toyota dealership money in fucking austin for uh, yeah because he, he's just like a this was like fargo oh yeah you know yeah. like it's not you don't got that kind of money you can't pay to get people killed yeah you think I, you do i said this on the show the the one guy who uh ended up clipping him was actually a listener and was in the studio and that's fun you know i got to meet him before this and everything else i was like oh shit I wish you would have been drinking bro of the week and then the news could have showed that clip and it would have helped promote drinking bros. It would have been fun. But alas, he said, uh, he was one of those listeners who was like, no lie. He's like, I can't be on camera right now. And I don't know if it was before or after, but either way, God damn it. I love it, dude. And I still think about it late at night. <laughs> it's a strange story that I just uh, shared with the entire world. Next up, a female commander sexually assaults male soldiers. Is that even possible? Is that even possible? The army revealed uh, it is fired. A female commander in the troubled brigade after claims of sexual assaults on male soldiers. Uh, The female army officer was fired from command of a unit base at Joint Base Lewis McCord. Is it McCord or McChord? What do we got there? What do you think there? Somebody's going to correct me in the chat. Can't imagine it's McChord. It's spelled McChord. M-C-C-H-O-R-D. I hope it's McChord. Is that her? Pop her up on screen. Is that her, Bob? Yeah. Oh, pop it up on screen. Didn't that say Sullivan? Hey. What'd you do that? Yeah, yeah, she's Sullivan. Yes, yeah. Colonel Megan Sullivan. Pull her up. This pull her up, her. pull her up. This is I fucking her. Whoa, dude. Okay. All right. All right, now that we're looking at her here. Um, not great. Not great. But I, I would say on par with your British lady no, yesterday. No, 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 not even fucking close, dude. Not even goddamn close. I mean, it's it's not far off. Ah, you're you were wrong, sir. You were you were wrong. However, I'm going to have the same statement as yesterday regarding her. If you're out there, if you're out there, know your surroundings, okay? If you're out there in the world. And you're stuck with a bunch of fucking dudes. There's a nice picture yeah, of her. I was Pop doing her, that picture I was up. doing her kind of dirty for sure. You fucking loser. No, this is her cleaned up. You That's gotta, fine. She's, she's going to be clean eventually. She's not going to be touching you. She's going to look like she did in the first photo. Fine. Yeah, this is what's coming after your dong. I, hey, guys, you're in, a, you're in the military. It's all dudes. At that point... Wouldn't you take anything that came your way? What would you give me an honest assessment of her? Five, six? Uh, I think on base, she's a, a seven. Off base, uh, uh, soft four. Four? Yeah. I, I don't rate women. 
You on sure a scale? do. On a yeah, scale like yeah. that? No. You I'm, sure do. I'm a, I'm a feminist. So it's I really it's, do that. The scale's binary. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one or a zero. Yes or no. <laughs> I mean, look, on base, dude, going through with all your dude bros, you probably fuck anything. Uh, I look at the same way as like jail and whoever the, you know, fucking whoever the CO is like you're doing it you're doing it pop that picture of you're doing that what it, pop up the picture of her in uh in uniform uh the other one there eh, that's that looked like she just came from a mission and doing something it looks like she just around. walked into your room and she's like everything good in here need to take off your pants why don't you uh, take off your pants be great look at that watch what are we bitching about what are we bitching about dude i don't really understand this uh, Colonel Megan Sullivan served as a commander in the 5th Brigade Engineer Battalion, uh, 5th Security Force Assistance Brigade at the base in Washington State. She was, Jared actually might know her then. Um, she was relieved of, uh, of her command on October 13th, but this is the first time that her firing has been reported. Military.com first reported on uh, her suspicion and the subsequent investigation into her conduct in April. Uh, that reporting was part of the publication's investigation into the 5th uh, Special Forces Air Force Base. Or- yeah, I hear. I got what she did. What was it? What do we got? Uh, she got drunk and she grabbed one guy's wiener Great. and uh, forcefully kissed another guy. And they told on her? They fucking snitched on her for that? What if they're married? Yeah. You want some- you're on. You're in the middle of nowhere, dude. It's uh, all dudes. You're I, not taking a fucking beach that I, late. You know, they're both subordinates. He's saying you, it's a little little tricky. It's not. Know. It's not at all, dude. And these are only. I think those are only two of the incidents. There might have been others. You've, but these never are- had a, you've never had a woman you had no interest in just trying to, like, grab your dick or your ass. Yeah, yeah, I have. I yeah, have. It, it's not great. No comment. No comment. Uh, but it depends on where it depends on where you are, guys. Re- really depends on where you are and what your sitch is. Hypothetical here, and this is just I don't know, completely fucking made up. Let's say you're in the dead of winter of Ohio. Okay, four feet of snow on the grounds. Grocery stores aren't open. Bars and restaurants aren't open. You can't have fun fraternity parties. Shit. It's even hard to make out a face because the snow's coming down so hard. Take what's out there, kids. All right? That's all I'm saying. If you're stuck in Washington, Washington State, weather's not great there anyways. It's raining. It's cold. This is the only thing. Again, Bob, she knocks on that door. Hey, hey, do you need a a beach? You need an HJ? What do you need out of me? What do you need? I don't know. What's her name, Megan? Uh, Megan, I don't know tonight, okay? I'm just trying to kick back and, uh, and maybe call my, my girlfriend here in seven to ten days whenever they let me make a phone call. I don't know, Megan. What are you doing? Ah, uh, nothing. I'm just drunk looking to suck some, some, some dicks and then get out of here. Okay. All right. And then they fucking snitched on her and t- for grabbing a wiener? That's it? And making out with some dude? Come on, man. Come on. Megan, we're on your side, okay? If you want to come and tell your side of the story on the show, we would love to have you. Uh, That's all we're saying. Uh, Sullivan did not immediately return a request for comment there uh, and is still in the service and was reassigned uh, to the I-Corps. I don't know what that is. 
based out of the same installation. Uh, she is seemingly not facing uh, a court-martial, according to Military.com review of the public-facing court docket. It was unclear whether she had hired an attorney. Uh, what is clear, though, is that her picture's out there now, and uh, wherever she moved on to, well, they're about to have a real goddamn good time. Okay? What's that? Is that her? Is she a Patriots fan, too? Pop that pickup. Let's see it. Yeah, look at that old school Patriots logo. Look at that. Is she at the Super Bowl? I don't think that's the Super Bowl. She's got a little laminate pass around her neck. She looks like she's in a fucking yeah, dorm room. Yeah, that's just like what she keeps her fucking She's in the barracks look just at throwing the, up a fucking poster. Look at those, the laminate she's got on, dude. Also, is this 82nd Airborne? Is that what she is? Zoom in. Is it? Well, there's an 82nd Airborne patch up above wow. the Patriots thing. Dan's not she's here got today. Her, she's got her wings or whatever, the fucking paratrooper thing, which she's certified. Yeah, dude. Dan's not here today or else he could he could tell us. But uh, Someone in the chat, drop it because I don't fucking know. Look at that. But she's definitely a paratrooper. That place. And bang, there's the 82nd. Yes, you're good to go, dude. She comes in and grabs your cock late at night. What the fuck are you doing? I'm going to tell, tell on you. Jesus Christ. Uh, now, the hilarious part about uh, uh, this report is uh, they're, they're, saying, they're saying here in the article, only about 8% of uh, male officers uh, have reported sexual uh, assaults over the years against uh, uh, female soldiers here. That's, uh, that's surprising because that number seems high. <laughs> it seems real high. I would have pegged that at maybe, I don't know, 1%, just 1%. Bunch of fucking dudes stuck in the middle of nowhere. Come on, man. Megan, come do the show, Megan Sullivan. We support you, okay? We support you out there. (laughs) It's like the female teachers who get arrested for fucking their students. It's, you know. Still pedophilia. Is it? It is. Is it? At 16, would you have fucked your teacher? Dude, you are not going to be down with some fucking, like, hot 35-year-old woman getting down on one of your 16-year-old kids. No. I'm sorry. There's no way. Bob, we just did a full story on Ross Patterson Revolution about that hot-ass teacher. Oh, yeah. You did say you were... Remember the dad was my hero? Yeah. The dad letter, he was like, oh, man, take the fucking master. I'll be out in the jacuzzi, man. He was letting him fuck inside his own house. Damn it, man. Why for, would you ruin people's dreams? Man, I for you Jesse's, never you never had a dream. It's just such a fucking meatball take. Oh <laughs> hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Am I right? No. Oh, I, I forgot because you're so fucking nuanced from Delco. I'm trying to Sorry. Be, trying to evolve. Sorry. Boss. Are you? Yes. The fucking blonde hair. You're gonna come in and give me a fucking nuanced take on that? You were in a goddamn threesome, what, two months ago at a fucking sex warehouse it was here a four in way. Austin. It was a four-way. It was a four-way. In a fucking <laughs> sex warehouse. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he was With a hundred people fucking, and you're going to give me nuanced sexual takes? Yes. Don't fuck underage people. Jesus it's pretty simple. Christ. It's, it's, it's pretty fucking simple, right? If you're not going to, don't let 16-year-olds fuck 30-year-olds. It's pretty simple. What's the age of consent there? It's 18, man. 18. It's not. What's it in Texas? It doesn't matter. 18. It like, is It is actually illegal regardless for a teacher to fuck a student. No matter and that's what the, the only thing that's is. illegal about it because the age consent was there on both parties. But, in Missouri, uh, that chick was, I think, 
uh, for age of consent was good to go, but for uh, but it's it's illegal for teachers. It's illegal for teachers to fuck their students, yeah. Because I think the age of consent in uh, Texas is either sixteen or seventeen down here. I think it's seventeen actually. Uh, I forget what it is in Missouri. Um, but uh, I know the kid was on the up and up, and the dad was there. The dad was there for it. Um, <laughs> seventeen for both. Seventeen for both. Yeah. There you go. Uh, next up. We got the first liquor store open in Saudi Arabia. Are they going to start fucking partying over there? Good for these guys. NBS, making them Western. Well, if you're straight, I'm sure it's going to be fine. Uh, can't wait to see how they uh, treat the gay guys once they have Pride Parade out in the streets over there. Uh, the news, which has not been officially confirmed by the Saudi government, marks a major breakthrough for the highly conservative Muslim theocracy, where alcohol has been banned since 1952. According to a list of uh, store rules seen by CNBC, the venue is only accessible to non-Muslim diplomats. Uh, An authoritarian must be validated through an app called Diplo. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Diplo is the app you wanted to name that? I guess they're just shortening diplomat. That sounds about right to me, to be honest. Kids, we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, we got Field Craft Survival app. Let's go, baby. We got a special offer for our Drinking Bros listeners here. Uh, as a listener of the Drinking Bros podcast, Field Craft Survival app wants to offer you an exclusive offer of 30 days free. It's a free trial on the monthly subscription of the Fieldcraft Survival app. Uh, if, if you need to learn jiu-jitsu, combatives, self-defense, they get all that digital training uh, plus preparedness content on their app there to help you learn to survive the worst-case scenario. You can check out their bushcraft uh, survival disaster prep, their medical and trauma training, and more. Uh, They've got all the preparedness content that you need to help you become better prepared for life's challenges. This is Mike Glover's company over there. Love Mike. Their mission is to prepare every citizen and become prepared to survive the worst case scenario. To do this, they offer live training gear and online education. Up until now, though, they didn't have a proper platform for long-form digital educational content. Now, with the Fieldcraft Survival app, You can learn all the things preparedness from the experts of the field over there at Fieldcraft. For the first uh, monthly subscription, you're going to get 30 days free using the code DRINKINGBROS30 over there. Uh, For the annual subscription, you'll get 35% off your annual uh, subscription by using the code DRINKINGBROS35. Head on over there. I'm telling you, one of these days. Shit's going to turn ugly, dude, and you're going to need this. I promise you, dude. One of these things that Mike talks about uh, that's on the app is going to happen in real life, and you're going to wish you had this goddamn thing uh, because, let's face it, we're not looking at this shit every single day. We're not studying it, uh, but it will come in handy one day. I can promise you that. Head on over to the Field Craft Survival app, Drinking Bros 30. Over there is going to get you 30% off. And that 30-day free trial over there. Uh, next up, we got MyBookie.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS doubles that first deposit all the way up to $1,000 over there. We got the big games on this weekend. Let's go. 
Let's go. All right, who do I got? Who do I got this weekend? Chiefs, money line. Kiss that three and a half goodbye. Don't need it. Fuck off. I think the Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl, and unfortunately, ugh, I think the 49ers are also going back to the Super Bowl. Not stoked about watching Brock Purdy in the fucking Super Bowl, but it is what it is. I hope the Lions win, but I'm taking 49ers minus six and a half in that game, and I'm taking the Chiefs money line this weekend. Also going to bet on the over in the uh, Chiefs-Ravens game and the under in the uh, 49ers game there. But uh, let's face it, 50, what, 53 million people watched last weekend's game? It's going to go even higher this time, dude. You're going to be at somebody's house, somebody's party uh, with your kids or whatever. Everybody's going to have money on the game. I know I will. Can you really feel alive inside watching these games if you don't have a little action on it? Probably not. Head on over to mybookie.com. Enter that promo code Drinking Bros to double that first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Last but not least, hardafseltzer.com. Let's go, baby. 8% seltzer, no carbs, no sugars, no gluten, if you give a fuck about that. And we're everywhere right now, at least trying to be. Florida, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio, and Texas. We're available in every single Total Wines down here in the South. Uh, selling out everywhere. Get in there. Uh, if we're not in a store near you, go in and tell them you want it, dude. If you're in Ohio, say, look, Heidelberg's carrying it. Call Heidelberg. Let them know we want it. You're in Tennessee. Tell them to call Best Brands down there. So we want Hard AF Seltzer in our stores, and our restaurants, and bars. Uh, if you're out there in Wilmington, North Carolina, hit up Wyndham. Say, we want it. Florida, Sunshine State. Say, we want it. Georgia and Alabama, we're with Crown Distribution down there. Tell them you want it. Texas, we're with favorite brands out here. Tell them you want it. Uh, we just started opening up in HEBs in Texas. Alabama, grocery store-wise, we're in all the Piggly Wigglies. Even that fun brand new one up in that nice suburb of Birmingham. Woo! We're up there as well. And uh, if you're in the Wilmington area down there, brunches. Favorite breakfast spot out there. They're all carrying it. If you're watching the big games this weekend, let's say you're in Columbus, Ohio. Hit the short north. Pine House down there. Hit Urban Meyer's Pine House out in Dublin. Hit Standard Hall on campus. If you're feeling frisky down there, 14 or no liquors. Also, if you're just bringing it back to your house, that's fine. If you're in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, watching it on campus down there, want to feel close to the stadium or a stadium at least, head on out to Rama Jamma out there or uh, Corks and Tops there. You can hit that uh, Shell Station on 1405 University Boulevard. We're also on Auburn's campus, Tiger Liquors. Pop on in there and say, what's up? What up, girl? Give me some fucking hard AF seltzer. They love it. They love it when you scream it out. Shit, in Athens, Georgia, if you're a UGA fan, dude. Uh, we're at the ABC store, the liquor store. They just sold out last night. Supposed to restock today, though. Grab some hard AF seltzer. Support us and support the show today. All you got to do is go to hardafseltzer.com. Type in your city or zip in the store locator to find the store nearest you. Now, if you're not in one of those states or the surrounding states that's currently serving it, we still ship right to your house at hardafseltzer.com. I think they're just a huge fan of Diplo, you know, and they're like, look, if he parties, 
Who is We Party. Who is Let's just fan. name the fucking app Diplo and then go from there. I think that'd be great. Saudi Arabia's long had a smuggling problem, apparently, with diplomats uh, selling imported alcohol on the black market. Uh, sources told CNBC, huge shock there. Uh, Saudi Arabia um, is uh, looking to open that up in uh, the first quarter of its capital, Riyadh. Um, and again, this is uh, not official yet here. So no guests or people under the age of 21 are allowed to accompany authorized visitors to the store. Photography is strictly prohibited. We used to have that for weed stores here. And uh, mobile phones need to be kept in a secure uh, mobile pouch uh, so as not to be used while in the store. You can't go into the store and be like, what up? I'm in the only liquor store in Saudi Arabia. Oh, this shit plate this crazy. Shit's crazy, man. Check yeah. this shit out. That's what happened in uh, L.A. with weed, man. So, like, when they started opening up all the weed stores in L.A. Uh, in the 2000s, everybody wanted to take a pick with uh, all the sweet weed in the background and in the cases and everything. I mean, look up, man. I'm buying fucking weed legally. And they wouldn't let you do that either back then. Um, so, I understand it's uh, purchase are also uh, subject to a monthly quota system per registered individual. Boo. Uh, boo. Uh, all of this. So here's the biggest shocker to me in this. Um, are Muslims not allowed to drink? Uh, yeah, I think so. Depends how Muslim you are. Yeah. Okay. And also, I don't know, Sunni and Shiite, do they have like different rules? I'd imagine. It's, it's a strange one to the me. The because... forbids drinking. Okay. Yeah, because I like, let's face it. Those are hardcore Muslims over there. I mean, they're praying every day and all that other shit. So it's not like the CNE crowd for mm. for Catholics in America. Not in Dubai, though. I mean, you go to not in Dubai, yeah. but this is in Saudi Arabia. So, yeah, but mm. I think MBS is trying to get it to the point where they want Westerners to come over for business. So, I mean, they're just opening things up for you know Americans to come over, English to come over. No, I get it. And they were going to have sales at the the World Cup in Qatar and then they pulled that at the last second for uh, for alcohol sales. Boned everybody. Brutal. Man, imagine flying all the way over there, uh getting ready for your team to play and they were like, oh, "I'm sorry, we 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 stopped doing that." What? Although they did allow it in the suites, by the way. Uh so if you were rich enough to have a suite, you could continue continue drinking and all that other stuff but the rest of the poors who flew in from all over the goddamn world to watch their favorite soccer team play uh no sorry bro couldn't get your uh your budweiser i think budweiser was the sponsor that year they're uh, usually the sponsor they have been for the last couple yeah uh next up john stewart is making a grand return to host the daily show uh john stewart will return to the daily show uh, as a host and executive producer, uh, the comedian who, during his 16-year run as the host of the Comedy Central program, established it uh, as an entertainment and cultural force, will return to host the show each week on Mondays, starting February 12th. Uh, Showtime and MTV Entertainment Studios announced on Wednesday. Uh, Stewart, who returns as the 2024 presidential election season heats up, will also executive produce the show and work with a rotating lineup of comedians who will helm the program the rest of the week, Tuesdays through Thursdays. John Stewart is the voice of our generation, and we are honored to have him return to Comedy Central's The Daily Show to help us all make sense of the insanity 
and division roiling the country as we enter the election season, said Chris McCarthy, the chief executive of Showtime and MTV Entertainment Studios, in a statement, in our age of staggering hypocrisy and performative politics, John is the perfect person to punctuate the empty rhetoric uh, that is involved and uh, provide much-needed clarity with his brilliant wit. Mm. Uh, man, he boned over a lot of people. <laughs> really boned over a lot of people. So, look, I know none of you watch this goddamn show. I, I barely do either. I just happen to know somebody on it uh, who is an old-school homie that I did a bunch of movies with. Uh, so I'll pop in here and there to see them. But uh, uh, as far as The Daily Show is concerned as a whole... This show has been dead for years. This was probably the last ditch effort out of it of like, hey, how much money can we pay you? And can you come back and just do one night? We know you don't want to be on every single fucking night. And, uh, and then say whatever you want. Bring back your, uh, your popularity and your name and all that other shit. Because the, the thing with Apple was a massive, massive fucking failure. And, uh, and it damaged his brand so bad that, that people forgot. Um, I watched it over on Apple. It, it got canceled after one season. Um, and was he, it an hour? It was. And it was very, very long. serious. And uh, it, they, they also had some inserts of him sitting with the writers. And it's, I mean, I never watched it. If you just spun a wheel of diversity, every single race and thing and all this stuff was all the writers. And it was, he was just doing too much, man. He got away from who he was and what he used to do. Now, is this a return to that? Maybe, um, you know, him going after Trump in this upcoming election, uh, will certainly be his bread and butter, but do people care anymore is the question. And, uh, and I don't know the answer with that, man. I don't know that people are even, I, I can't find Comedy Central on, uh, on my television, on, on like YouTube TV or any of that stuff anymore. I'll, I don't I'll know what happened look. to it. I'll, I'll give it a look. I don't, I don't know. Like Prime John Stewart, even if you didn't agree with his politics, he was very, very good. He was. But I mean, if you look at it, though, it's been, I think, eight, nine years he's been off the air. I mean, a long time, nine years. Yeah. Nine's a lot. And, and for me personally, again, because I'll, I'll pop in to see my friends uh, from time to time over there, they had plenty of people in the stable to take over that show and be great. They just didn't choose them. And now this decision, his decision, is really going to fuck them. The major thing with this, and again, they've been doing this for like the last six or seven months, is having a new host every night or, or the same host for one week and then a different one for everything else, is there's no consistency. So you can't really get behind anyone because everybody's got a different style of comedy and delivery. And when you're doing a news show like when we're doing today, um, you do need that consistency on a daily basis. Uh, otherwise, you can't get the same voice and tone for it. Uh, one week they had less dog. Remember, uh, Leslie Jones, my fucking hate who was on SNL. It's that fat black chick in her fifties. Yeah. Awful. But then the next week it was Chelsea Handler. So you had polar opposites of, uh, of the delivery and the style of comedy and everything else. And it's confusing. Um, I know when they won at the, uh, the Emmys on Monday night, uh, Roy Wood Jr. Who actually wanted the job and, and was pretty goddamn good at it. Uh, got caught mouthing the words, hire a host into camera there and uh and that got projected around the world uh this doesn't do them any favors it does john a lot of good but nobody else 
Yeah, so. I don't have I don't have high hopes for this. You know who I like on the Daily Show? I, I haven't really seen him on the Daily Show because I don't watch it, but I know he's on it. Uh, and I've liked a lot of his stand up that I've caught on like social media and shit. Is Ronnie Chang? Mm-hmm. He's funny, dude. Uh, they got a stable over there, yeah, man. It's um, not. It's honestly, it's not a bad. And uh, and uh, I think Michael Che was actually a correspondent right at the end of John Stewart's run. Yeah, I mean, look, my money was on uh, uh, Jordan Klepper. I think his name is. Is that his name? Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big clever guy. I, I, I don't like him either, but uh, he fits in with that mold of uh, the look and the delivery of, of this style of host. And then Desi Lydic, fucking crushed. She did it for like two weeks in a row. She was excellent. Uh, and I thought, personally, um, if you weren't going with one or the other, pair the two of them up and do it as a weekend update style show and then try to bring, bring people back that way. Uh, but it, clearly, they decided not to go in that direction. So, uh, I don't know. but uh, But also... Look, I, let's face it. Comedy Central's in trouble, anyways. This is their probably their last ditch effort uh, to get ratings and advertisers and all that stuff. And now that Trump is definitely going to be the nominee, sure, I guess bring John Stewart back from the dead and let him do once a week. Uh, if he was doing it daily, I would have hopes for this. But since he's not, I I just don't. Uh, sorry about it. Uh, next up, dying to watch the big game. Bob, you found this story. And is there a more bizarre story on the fucking internet right now? Dude, this story is fucking weird. Yeah, the mystery deepens uh, as a fifth friend at a Chiefs gathering claims fans found frozen to death in the backyard were inside watching Jeopardy. Uh, When he left here, uh, a fifth person who has not been named publicly had joined the group. Uh, which included David Harrington, 37, Ricky Johnson, 38, Clayton McGinney, 36, at uh, Jordan Willis's Kansas City rental on January 7th to watch their hometown team, the Chiefs, play their last regular season game. The man told the outlet that when he left the home, Willis and his three friends were still awake. The man also stressed uh, that he was not the last person to see Harrington, Johnson, and McGinney alive before they froze to death in Willis's backyard and went unnoticed for two fucking days. Um, Bob, Probably in bright red Chiefs gear. I was going to say, Bob, you've been all over this story here. Uh, What do you make of something like this? Like, Is Um, it possible that you just got that fucked up and forgot about your buddies or not? If you're doing heroin, maybe like I don't. But this doesn't look like pop their picture up for the people. These don't look like heroin people. I, know, I mean, like you know, maybe they're taking some Vicodin or something. They look like uh, Vicodin. they look like Vicodin dudes. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, potentially, but dude, like, so here's what happened in the story. As far as I know, so far, they're there. They're watching the game. Um, they go outside and freeze to death. And the other guy, who's the, I don't think he's in this picture, but the other guy. Uh, says he didn't notice because he fell asleep on his couch and didn't see them in the backyard because he was asleep on his couch for two days. These these two guys right here are opioid guys. <laughs> Just look at that. Yeah. Look at those faces. <laughs> no, I look. I this is so bizarre. I don't know. So but also, how the fuck? Okay, they got locked outside, right? Yeah. How the fuck? Do you freeze it at like you bet you're banging on the door and you're like, asshole, let us back in. Oh, he's passed out. All right, let's go to the car. It's cold as shit out here. Yeah, dude. You don't just sit outside until you freeze to death. There's more to this story that we don't know. Um, I, you know, and, and again, with most of these things, I'll try to relate it to, to, to something that happened in my life at some point and then try to work backwards from there on either what I would have done 
or what actually might have happened. Um, and the only thing that I can think of was there was a kid who uh, overdosed in college on GHB. Um, and he was dead. His buddies checked on him. It, it appeared as if he was sleeping. And then uh, eight to ten hours later, they came back into the room uh, to check on him. And he, and he had been dead in there, right? But that was eight to ten hours. And that was because everybody, and they were raging all night, right? Uh, the rest of the fraternity was raging all night and all that other stuff. That makes sense to me that you would maybe sleep in 10 hours being hungover. Not two fucking days, though, dude. Two days? You're going to sleep for two straight days and then not notice your missing best friends dead in bright red chief's gear in the backyard of your fucking house? That's nuts to me. Is it possible? Sure. Uh, but I'm sure there's some form of toxicology report that's being done right now. Yeah, the police have said they still have no suspicion of foul play really which is it means it's got it there's got to be drugs it's got to be drugs. but they also fucking party dude have you been to a chiefs game yeah dude they rage i've loved me. it one of the funnest tail because we do these live tailgate shows all over the country uh the, that chiefs tailgate was one of the funnest fucking times i've ever had they go hard as fuck. i got obliterated with those guys um, because the other part too, is you go into the stadium and you're freezing your ass off. So you're just boozing all goddamn day. Uh, maybe they were outside smoking heaters, man. It was fucking cold though. But for, I know what, how do you, I mean, like you can't, you don't freeze to death in 10 minutes. Like it had to, it would, it's either some freak accident like, uh, or, or I don't know, man, somebody passed out or like they, they had to have driven there. Right? Three guys though. Like. You don't notice your first buddy dying and be like, oh, shit, we should probably go back in because he's right. like, frozen they didn't, to death. They didn't all freeze to death at the exact same time. Like something really weird happened here, and I, I am excited to find out what it is. Man. Uh, so Harrington, Johnson, and McGeady's bodies uh, were not found until January 9th. Hmm. Two days later, and only after uh, McGeady's fiance requested a welfare check so this could have gone on forever if homegirl doesn't call the police and ask for a welfare check of hey can you go to the house where my husband was partying watching that chiefs game and uh and figure it out for me that would be swell that's the only reason they fucking found him uh in an interview with news nation last week uh Somebody named Paserno said Willis left his home sporadically on uh, January 8th and 9th, only to backtrack on Monday and say that Willis uh, had only been in and out of his bedroom. So I guess one of them lived with him there. Um, Ricky Johnson's mother allegedly texted the fifth friend with concerns about his whereabouts as well. Uh, and what he said here on News Nation was what I meant to say uh, is that he left, he was sleeping, and he left his bedroom sporadically. Uh, Willis moved out of the home less than a week after the bodies were found. His lawyer added, the Kansas City Police Department uh, is reportedly still waiting for an autopsy and toxicology results, uh, though Captain Jake Pacina told Fox News that the incident is 100% not being investigated as a homicide. So... If there's a toxicology report, uh -huh. I don't know, maybe they they just are still like running with the idea that they froze to death. Maybe they went outside to do a little, do a couple key bumps. I don't yeah. know why you I don't know why you would do it outside, but uh little Fenty got in there. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I don't know, man. I mean, I look, if you were smoking heaters and did a couple bumps, 
to get yourself through the game because it's 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 intense watching these games. You know, I understand that. Uh, freezing to death though is just so gnarly to me that I don't get it. I mean, again, one would think you would pound on the door or kick down the fucking door or just go to the car and turn it on and have some heat. I don't really get this story. Super curious to find out what the end result is in this goddamn thing Uh, because that's crazy, man. Absolutely fucking crazy. Next up, flights delayed because of farts. Yeah, let's take you down to the basement here today, kids. Uh, excessively farting passenger forces American Airlines flights to turn around. An American Airlines plane was reportedly forced to return to the gate due to high winds. Nailed it. Uh, with the disgruntled passengers, stinky farts. Um, there was, yes, a big stink over the flatulent flyer. Uh, that unfolded while a recent flight from Phoenix, Arizona to Austin. Oh, shit. He was going to Austin. Yeah. So the, actually, this story uh, was first posted in the Austin subreddit. Was it really, dude? Do we have a pic of this fucking dude? No, no, no. No, no pics or anything. But it's like the full story okay. in terms of what happened. Yeah. Uh, it says here, before most people had boarded, uh, I observed this man uh, who was audibly disgruntled about something, maybe hungover. Rough day, I'm, I don't know, but as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling about something under his breath, like fucking hell or something like that. After the majority of passengers had boarded, the man reportedly uh, exclaims, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? And then he began to fart as hard and loud as he could. He said, I don't know what provoked that comment, and while uh, kind of funny to overhear, It was really uncalled for, uh, especially coming from a grown man on an airplane, nonetheless. Uh, But the excessively uh, farting passengers' gross behavior didn't end there. Uh, The man who was purposely uh, (laughs) farting moments ago decides to loudly scream out, Yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. Maybe that's what drove him over the edge. I don't know. It's happened to me on a flight before. Somebody opened up uh, just a huge pile of fucking stink from a Mexican joint at a restaurant. I was like, man, that's the food you wanted to fucking open up on this plane today? Uh, A guy in the row behind him overheard him saying uh, to to that passenger, if you don't like it, you can fly private, to which fart man... (laughs) That's what the article is describing him as. It's not what I'm calling him. Although I do like Fartman a lot. And if that was a superhero, it'd be great. Uh, Fartman says, that's so fucking rude. Really, Fartman? You're the one who was fucking dropping heaters on the plane. And you're pissed off about that comment? Uh, The passenger also said another person uh, nearby chimed in. I think we can all agree you're the rude one here. Got him. Got him. At one point, the flight attendants intervenes and, uh, and told the guy that that was enough. Uh, the plane was taxiing to the runway but came to a stop, uh, according to the Redditor uh, that uh, Bob was referring to there. An announcement comes over saying apologies for the interruption, but we're returning to the gate. We'll give you more info as we have it. Uh, they said they got back to the gate, and a flight attendant comes back and informs Fartman 
that he will not be staying on this flight. And he simply replies, I don't understand. She tells him they'll talk about it after they get off the plane. Now, to his credit, he did leave the plane in a calm manner there. And uh, luckily, the trip was only delayed by about 30 minutes. And uh, everybody on board reported that American Airlines handled it swiftly and correctly. Good for American Airlines there. Uh, We've been on that flight from American from uh, Phoenix to Austin. Man, that would suck. What the fuck is wrong with people these days? You know? I just don't get it. I, I bet he was hungover. He just wasn't having it. Or just completely fucking wasted. One of the two. Oh, yeah. You know? And was just like, hey, I'm all good. The other part about it is we've all been on these flights. I mean, you can literally pry open your asshole with both hands if you want and just pass gas the entire fucking time and no one will know it's you as long as you don't say anything. Um, some people actually enjoy It's a fetish for a lot of people out there. Uh, and that's how they get off. It's just farting on these fucking planes, stinking up the joint and having no one know about it. Uh, so if he didn't say anything, flight would have gone on as planned. Uh, but there was some person on Reddit who wrote, uh, maybe the flight was low on gas and that's why it did it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Hey, you. I like puns like that. I'm sorry. I do. I do. Is, uh, is that listener back there, Bob? No, he had to go, but he left me a note. Um, he wasn't able to stab. <laughs> Bring it up here. Uh, okay, it? hold on. Was it? Did he leave the drinking bro? I told him. I said, "Hey, man, you can come up and give drinking bro the week." Uh, but he bounced, huh? All right. What was the note? Is there a credit card? Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll give him a shout out here. Uh, this is Thomas E. Kemmler. He's uh, he does wealth consulting. I think Shit. he he wasn't at here for the wealth consulting though he oh was, he wasn't no 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 he was here Damn it, that's um, too bad I, I don't know if the note said it. it he might have whispered it to me he's starting a podcast on texas wines okay reviewing texas wines gotcha because we uh, are about an hour away from texas. He was trying yeah, to get a, he's trying to get a free plug oh really is he a listener though i don't know as far as i know <laughs> yeah i think so right I talked yeah. to him. Yeah yeah, 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 I think so. Uh, all right, so it says, hey, guys, I'm starting a podcast about Texas wines and Reiners. He didn't say the name of the podcast. So, all right, he's not trying to get a free plug. All right. Well, he just went about it in the wrong way. What do you think? He should have dropped his podcast? No, I, th- I would say it. I don't that's what fuck. I'm saying. He should have, like, thrown it in the note. I don't know why. Because the rest of the note tells you about the podcast. That's Maybe all he's he just a about. fucking homie. says, uh, I just had a few questions regarding the X's and O's. Um... Let me know if uh, if you can chat about it. Sure, man. I'm always happy to talk to people about starting podcasts. Uh, I, I really don't give a shit. Um, I think there's a lot of people out there that want to do it. I'll say this. Um, one, it's very difficult. Um, what's the stat that uh, Red Circle told us the other day? It's like, I think uh, there's 950,000 podcasts that are active. Only 7,000 of them. Uh, get over more than 500 downloads per Seven, episode. 700 downloads in a 24-hour period. Yep. Um, so it is incredibly difficult uh, to build an audience and a fan base and all that other stuff. Uh, I'll say this. The people that have had success on our network um, typically have huge social media uh, platforms, and they're able to go out to, uh, to all their fans uh, pretty quickly. Um, ours, you take Drinking Bros, for example. We've never marketed it. Uh, never really had a big social media push. 
uh, or anything. It was more or less just word of mouth. We were also one of the first ones to get in, you know, way back in the day there. We've been, do- we're, on- we're going on year nine now on this show. So uh, this was a thing that we took seriously for, for a long time, even though it was crazy as fuck. Uh, the other part about it is uh, the genre. Uh, that really, really fucking matters. Uh, the genre that you're in, and uh, people are drawn to to certain genres. And if you find a niche and are able to exploit it within that genre, um, it's uh, it's very beneficial to you. Um, take uh, Jesse and Joel's show. Uh, they got the show called Crime Corner. Uh, they were just kind of doing it for fun. We were doing it for Patreon and all that other stuff. Uh, Jesse, my wife, does not fucking post on social media at all. Uh, our social media team has taken over since now and, uh, and started doing some stuff for her and posting it and all that stuff. But, um, she values the time with the kids and, and all that other stuff and doesn't want to be on the phone. And, and I totally get that. And that's what I love about her. But because of the genre she's in, that show has accidentally taken off. Um, and it's great. It's fun to see, but she was not intentionally trying to have a, a big podcast or anything. So if you're out there, start with the genre. Figure out something that is going to be different within that genre. Don't pick a very hard genre to crack. Comedy is extremely difficult to crack. I think that's number one uh, as far as uh, the demos on iTunes to crack. Uh, Sports. Sports, number two. Super oversaturated. Uh, number three is uh, society and culture, uh, which is like uh, topical events and all that other shit like Ross Patterson Revolution and everything else like that. Um, those are very, very difficult. Uh, I get hit up all the time. I had a call yesterday. So I don't, that's why I don't mind this because um, I'll help out friends and shit like that and listeners. Uh, business is another one to get in, uh, like very, very difficult to get into. I'll say if you're a business podcaster that's looking to do it, hopefully you had some massively successful product. And you can start there and then interviewing people from there and everything else. Uh, but let's face it, if you're working at like, you know, a credit union in a small town somewhere and then trying to give business advice, that is very, very difficult to do. Um, so try to find something completely unique. Um, when we all decided to do this one, we were finishing up uh, the rewrites of Range 15. Podcasts were starting to take off and, uh, and my wife is a huge fan. Um, and, uh, she said, Hey, I, I think this would be great to do. And, and at that time I finally met people with, uh, with a darker sense of humor than me, which is really fucking tough. And I was like, shit, if we were going to do it, this would be the crew to do it with. And Jared was like, you know, we had already, we tried one and it didn't go well. And, uh, we just didn't have a host. And I was like, well, I could fucking host and that'd be really goddamn easy. And then we could switch it in and do everything we want to do uh, and get it out into the world. But uh, it definitely took off on its own. Uh, not a lot of posting from, uh, you know, like M- I know Matt's got a huge social media following, but uh, they were doing other stuff and promoting uh, Article 15 and then Black Rifle. And, you know, you don't want to oversaturate your feed with with stuff. So uh, it just kind of happened organically and it was a happy accident. But I will say this, um, as far as the show overall, there was nothing with a comedian and somebody from the military. And I remember looking at uh, like Fighter and the Kid, for example. Uh, I was listening to that at the time, thinking how interesting that was with a guy that was in the UFC who was ranked and a comedian. And I was friends with Brian Callen for, for years at that point. And, uh, and I thought that that was super unique. And I was like, all right, comedian in the military, uh, that would be really fucking cool and something different that nobody could match. Uh, and as the years have, have gone on here, uh, I appreciate the uniqueness of it. I realize uh, how special and unique this show is. 
And uh, it's simply because we had a plan from the get-go. So it wasn't like we were just like, fuck it, we're all bros and we're just going to do this in the garage. No, the plan was to have a huge show. You just don't know if you're going to be able to do it or not. Uh, So I certainly don't mind things like this. Uh, As far as wine goes, uh, Texas wines, that's going to be a rough one. It's going to be a rough one. Uh, Like Delco said, there's a bunch of wineries about an hour away. Um, However, take somebody like me. I'm not from Texas, and uh, I was unaware that there was any form of wineries here and and all that other stuff, and I still haven't been. Have you guys gone out there? Yeah, Fredericksburg is awesome. I love That's what everybody says, man, that Fredericksburg rocks. It's not necessarily because of the wine, though. Uh, and that's the other thing I've heard. They just said Fredericksburg rocks. Yeah, it's a cool German town. Yep. They got a lot of good German food and beer. Uh-huh. That's a good time. I heard the food and drink is excellent there. Um, I heard it's, it's, uh, it's a blast to take your family. Just go and for all the weekend, other stuff. Yeah. Uh, but as far as Texas, no, I have had Texas wine before. And it's okay. It's tough when you're, you're moving from California and you have that wine all the time. Um, but, uh, but it's not terrible either. Uh, it's just Texas. I just wondered how they were able to get the grapes to be the way they were with uh, the droughts every fucking summer. You know? And then you have these weird deep freezes in the winter. One would think that would be a, a very, very difficult climate to grow great grapes, but shit, I don't know. Uh, maybe when his podcast starts, you can listen to it about the Texas wines and really fulfill that desire within you to learn about it. All right, kids, we appreciate you tuning in, doing fake news all week just to do it. Why not, dude? You guys have asked for it for years. Fuck it. Do it. We'll do it live. Uh, and if you get a chance, please uh, watch uh, D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway's uh, panel on YouTube, on our Drinking Bros podcast YouTube channel there. Uh, with his discussion about suicide prevention with Tim Kennedy and, uh, and Brian Callen. That is up now. Uh, we wanted to go live a little bit later uh, so that way that could have a, a chance to air in its entirety. We will leave that up forever, and uh, please check that video out tonight. And sport, sports are going out in 45 minutes on YouTube. Yes. Uh, so flip on over to Drinking Bros Sports over there. Subscribe to that channel, and then obviously rate all these goddamn things on iTunes and Spotify. That's what helps, man. That's all the advertisers care about. Shit, that's a note for podcasts. Tell everybody to rate and review your fucking shows. That'll help get it up the charts and get more notice and everything else. It's hard, though, to get people to review shit. Uh, Even when somebody's over at my house and they're like, hey, man, how did I cut your yard? Would you give me a review on it? I was like, fuck, man. Do I want to sit and fill out this five-minute survey? Probably not. And Spotify's just a five-star. Yeah, if you're going to give me a review, too, and you think the show's awesome, give us five stars. Don't give us four stars. <laughs> if your review's positive and it says awesome, don't give us four stars. You know what's funny? So I was looking at uh, uh, wine to, to ship to my house last night, ironically. Um, and I looked up the reviews for this one thing, and this woman had given this this wine company four stars. And her reason that she gave it four out of five stars is she goes, I ordered the wine. It looks beautiful. It came in a great box. I just haven't drank it yet. Why go out of your way why, <laughs> to give it four out of five? Yeah. yeah. Just wait till you drink it. Just God wait till you drink it. That's it. And also, if you just don't believe in five stars as a concept, I don't know what to tell you. Just give us the fucking five stars. That's it. Just if you're a fan. Uh, and then you can get these t-shirts on drinkitbros.com store stocked up. Uh, so head on over there. That'll help as well. And then go out and get some hard AF seltzer. Fucking, you know, the rules over here. It's a free goddamn show. We're trying to do what we can, but we do appreciate you tuning in every day. And to everybody on Patreon for, uh, subscribing and all that stuff. And, uh, Dan will be back in two days. I think, is he back on Friday? Do we know that Thursday or Friday? When's his flight? I don't know. Maybe next week. Who knows? Who fucking knows, dude? 
Might be doing fake news for the next 15 years. Who knows? Just to do it. We don't know. He'll come back, uh, I think, in about 48 hours. So we'll see you then. Uh, in the meantime, you know what to do on the fucking rating thing. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. You know it. iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. Uh, thanks for being here, even though he's not here. For Danthony and Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros. Fake News. Good night, everyone.